Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It feels downtown Minneapolis as it walked over from my parking spot. Not my parking spot, a public parking spot. Who in this building has a parking spot that's paid for? Gons must. Chief brain wizard Gons has one. Is that it? I think Lane's got one? No. I don't think so. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't, my get, well, <laughs> again, Brad's really the program director, but he's got some other forward He's thinking. a brand manager. Brand Chad. manager. Oh, brand manager. Okay. okay, that sounds good. Program director. I don't think the program director here gets paid parking. Mm. I think it's just the main poobah. You think even he gets it? I'm guessing yes. Okay. I'm guessing yes with one of the terrace lots, you know, where it's $38 a day. Oh, but that would be nice. You know, he doesn't. I'm I'm, I'm with the rabble. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, you park like in Brooklyn Park and walk here. So <laughs> I was a little closer today. Yeah, a couple blocks. A little bit closer. Uh, downtown Minneapolis, uh, for all of us today... I'm here. My name is Chad Hartman. Your name is Dave Harrigan. What's your middle name again? Alan. Alan. Kind of a mediocre middle name, i got to be Whoa, honest. Oh, okay. You know, let's talk to my parents about that. Yeah, well, I met your dad. Great. Mm-hmm. Be better on the He's middle name. He's also an Alan middle name. Yeah. You want to just rip the whole family while you're at it? I like him better than you. What's your middle name? Rufus? Robert. Robert. <laughs> I'm not sure I think Robert's a great middle name either. But I think Robert's a better name than Alan. Alan? Alan? It worked out pretty ma- pretty well when my mom was mad at me. David Allen just rolls off the tongue. Wait, that's my guy Dave Allen. He used to work at the fan that's right? You must know Dave Allen, yeah, right? a little bit. <clears throat> Famous Allens. Alan Ludden. Alan Parsons. Alan Alda. Yeah. Alan Iverson. Sure. Al Newman. He's an Al. Doesn't count. Does not count. No, no, no. Does not count. If you if you shorten no. your name? No. No, no. Who called him Alan Newman? I'm sure somebody did. If, <laughs> if in <laughs> fact, Alan is his given name. You know, the Unser's, the Al Unser Sr., Al Unser no. Jr., I'm no. sure they were Alan's. No, they're Al's. They're Al's. I'm not a Bob. I'm not Chad Bob. I'm Robert. That's my middle name, Robert. Okay, well, if I said famous Chads, 
Not a long list. I mean, you're you're Chad Wick, so you couldn't be on a list of famous Chads, could you? But people call me Chad when when I'm not going to Chad Hartman show. I'm going to call you Chadwick. <laughs> I don't really care for that name, but it was either that or Max. <laughs> And I prefer Chad over Max. And I, I'm sorry to the Max community. But, like, okay, if you're a Max, you're not Maximilian. You could be. You could be, but you're you not. You could be a Maximilian. You could be a Maxwell. Maxwell is not bad. I think Maxwell is better than Max. I'd go with Maximilian. <laughs> of course you would. That just sounds rich. That sounds very – I mean, you are not shopping in Aldi. No. If you're Maximilian. <laughs> you're getting your groceries I, I like to shop at Aldi. Okay. North Aldi kicks butt. Yeah. The sad oh, story about I, yeah. a closing in North Minneapolis creating another food desert. What are we doing wrong again? And I get there's a profit part of this, but we cannot have people as isolated, as far away from something as simple as a grocery store. There's something wrong. That uh, with, with significant government incentives, that situation should be resolved. Quickly. That's when the government should step in. People in areas where a lot of people live should not have to traverse that far yeah. for uh, for groceries. I always say where I live in the suburbs, there's seven grocery stores within two miles. Yeah, it's ridiculous. How did we get here? I'm not sure. What are we, what are we Max start? a million turned into Aldi. Turned oh, into yeah, Alan. Yeah, I, I, Alan. Uh, yeah. The guy in uh, Hangover. Alan. Overrated movie. The first one, I think, is very good. After that, it drops off. First one was fine. Dramatically. Um, Probably not today, but this is jotted down. Movies with the most repeatable lines. Maybe that's tomorrow. Okay. Because a younger crowd might say hangover. They might. I've got your winner. I'm going to guess at the winner. Caddyshack. That's it. That is the winner. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because golf it, it helps being a golf guy. It does help. Because you can just walk down the fairway. Uh, Cinderella boy. I never say those things. I never do on the court, ever. But, I mean, it's not just Murray. It's even the despicable, hateable, loathsome Chevy's got lines. Rodney's lines. Ted. Ted Knight's mm-hmm. lines. I mean, this, this, no movie touches it. I had a boss at a former job that named his dog Spalding just so he could say, Spalding, what did I tell you about your barking? <laughs> Come on when they're, I mean, when they're betting whether Spalding's going to pick at his nose and then eat it. <laughs> He's going to eat it. <laughs> just so many repeatable lines. Should we embrace the feisty? That is the uh, opening salvo here. Last night, as you heard on WCCO2, can we get some data on that? Did we get more than six people listening on the WCCO2 for the I'm stadium? I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. At one time. Once they heard what was going on, you got to tune in. <laughs> more professional performance last night. Marjorie Taylor Greene or the Minnesota Timberwolves, which, which was more an adult-like performance. I, I got Marjorie. <laughs> nice no-show by the Timberwolves. Okay. Enough people. Oh, they're, 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 they're turning the corner. Well, they already beat the Nuggets once. They don't want to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Who played in that game? Dan Issel? The Dan uh, Denver Nuggets. Played. I mean, John Elway? The Denver Nuggets. Mork? The Denver Nuggets. Uh, no, they did not. So last night, 
Joe Biden, in my view for Joe, Joe Biden is not a good public speaker. Our last two presidents, if they're on the prompter, they struggle. Don Trump, when he had the fastball in 15 and 16, and it was freewheeling Don Trump, he was pretty good. When it goes on the prompter, it's low energy, Don Trump. Biden is not a good public speaker. He was better when he was younger, but, I mean, Joe, Joe either enhances, lies, or now with age, there's other things going on. But for Biden, on the Biden scale, I thought he was good last night. He stepped in a couple of times, like telling us we're going to need oil for at least another year, or another decade, excuse me. Okay. Okay. That's it. In a, in a decade, we're going to be done with oil. Yeah, and I'm going to win the Masters for the next 40 years. That's more likely than we're going to be done with oil after 10 years. And that was on his own. That's where you're – I mean, the, the Biden staffers are like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? When he was talking tough on the border, it rings hollow because this – I mean, it's a bigger issue. It's a global issue. Uh, there's some incredible stubbornness from House Republicans on issues related to the border, but the, this administration deserves a D minus on the border so far. But where it got feisty is when he baited him. Kevin McCarthy agreed. Kevin McCarthy himself, who was shushing his his crew. I don't remember the last time I saw a Speaker of the House. Shh. Shh. That's what he was doing last night. When even, even he said Biden goaded them when he did the Social Security thing and, and uh, Medicare. By the way, Rick Scott, it's in the plan. Mike Lee has talked about it. Ron Johnson has talked about it. So there is a small percentage of Republicans who have talked about re-upping. Social Security, Medicare. Mike Lee has talked about ending it, finding different ways to come up with that money. But he baited him on that one for them to for him to say, hey, guess we're all in agreement. We're not going to touch it. So that was fairly savvy by the Biden team to come up with it and for him to execute it with the smile on his face. But that's when Marjorie in particular wearing – I don't know. Is she with Jim? Is is Jim Fowler alive? Is Marlon Perkins? Are they still alive? Is is she back? Is she trying to do mutual of Omaha with whatever she's wearing there? I mean, God knows I'm not a fashion plate mm-hmm. all the time, but did she just finish elk hunting earlier <laughs> in the day? I mean, it was distinctive. And and she's screaming liar and, and, and doing things. And by the way, let's just get this on the board, too. When it happened, I disagree with it. I criticized again yesterday. I'll criticize again. Nancy Pelosi's stunt of tearing up the speech, I didn't agree with. I don't agree with it now. You know why she tore it up? She said it was filled with lies. So what's the difference with her tearing it up dramatically for her clicks than Marjorie screaming it out? Not a lot. Not a lot. No. So if it, the people keep coming back at me when I called out, whoa, what about Pelosi? I called it out when it happened. I called it out yesterday. I'm calling it out now. 
It's if we're going to try to act like there's decorum with this. Is decorum D E C O R U M? I think that's it. Okay. If we're going to try decorum, then screaming and yelling is buffoonery. If we're going to embrace the feisty, is it? Somebody text me six five one four six one nine two two six. Is it in uh, England? Prime Minister's questions. Is that when they get all feisty back and forth at times with the prime minister herself or himself? Like just in general debating amongst the House of Commons, they they go after each other and, pretty hard. And, right? Yeah, they go they go hard, but including at the prime minister. Mm-hmm. So if we want to embrace that and just say Don Trump, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Ron DeSantis, whomever it might be, and and. We've changed the rules now where you can respond and go back and forth. Fine. But until then, it's clownish. And by the way, she's shockingly, she's not backing away. I know I'm stunned. You know, she's not a, she's not she's not really a serious person. She just makes a fool of herself a lot. Um she says repugnant things, she says insulting things, Jewish space lasers. Um but she can't be dismissed as easily anymore because she's she's got power in the house. So she's like, well, I have to respond. No, you don't. Now, if we want to respond and encourage the feisty, I'll do it. Like they're waiting for my okay, of course. You know, but I would be fine with that. But either we're doing one or the other. What do you think? Okay. Should we embrace the feisty? And if we don't, do you think what happened last night was insulting and embarrassing? Because there are ways to respond. And I'm not saying the Democrats have acted like angels all the time either. And again, I'm calling out Pelosi for the stunt she did a couple of years ago, too. So stop. It's so lazy. We're so lazy in this country. If you criticize one side, what about this? Well, sometimes, you know, you're capable of maybe. You haven't consumed every piece of information someone has offered up, and maybe they have criticized it. But that's that's what we do: lazy, automatic default positioning. Where do you stand on this one? It's the city's one talking text line. You get to call in, you get to text in, uh, eviscerate what I've had to say, embrace it, or offer up something different with a little more nuance. Six five one four six one nine two two six. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. And I'm a big fan of this tune. What is uh, today's theme, Alan? Okay, Chadwick. song is amazing. It makes me want to cry every time I hear it. Uh, The song, or the the theme, I should say, is actually based off LeBron last night. Okay. The photo we all saw from behind of him going up to make the shot to beat Kareem. And everyone in the audience, except one person, maybe two, holding up their phones. Everyone. The theme today is... Is live in the moment, people. Yes. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> Put the damn phone down. That's it, dude. You could, <laughs> from now till eternity, you could have the TNT high def. Yes. You recorded it, or now you've seen it on ESPN 5,000 times. But no, I've got to have it in the 38th row in the biggest arena in the NBA. It's just, it's enormous. And you're back there and, Honestly, it could be LeBron or it could be Adam <laughs> Carter on your phone taking that shot. But I've got the shot. I've got to shoot the shot. His own kids sitting in the front row. Yeah. Holding up the He's your dad. Exactly. <laughs> Watch the game. Speaking of LeBron, a man who still has the nickname, the commissioner. No, I wish and I wish it was David Stern. If we could get David Stern, I'd be a heck of a scoop. Um, as Tony Kornheiser calls him, the quintessential sports columnist in America, the phenomenal Bob Ryan returns the show. I was glad I watched it. It's my, it's, I hate to tell you, it's the best team sport on planet Earth, the NBA. And what LeBron is doing is unprecedented. No one's close. No one is close. We can debate Michael Jordan or LeBron better at their peak, better career, but LeBron at the 38, to be playing the way he's playing, where he's the fourth, fifth, sixth best player in the game. It's amazing. Scoring points isn't even the best thing he does, but he did it last night. He's got a bunch of goofballs on the team. Outside Anthony Davis, who's got the greatest nickname in sports from Chuck Barkley, Street Clothes, (laughs) because he misses so much time. So good. Street Clothes. Uh, Bob Ryan who's better than anybody on the planet in the NBA. I mean, it's not even a debate. You want to talk about the NBA, the list starts and ends with the fabulous Bob Ryan. So he's on at 105. Okay, on the State of the Union, let's uh, let's look at a number of your texts. They have lost the ability to use critical thinking skills. Therefore, neither party has the ability to look at a problem, look at the history the problem, seek information, make change, and then negotiate to get anything done. It's their way or the highway. Well, too many too many parties. Both parties have a lot of that in them right now. And do I think there are more <clears throat> House Republicans who are that way than House Democrats at this point? I do. Uh, I'm not saying the far left is Gumby-like. But we saw what Kevin McCarthy, a diehard conservative, 
had to do to turn himself into a contortionist to get the MAGA crowd with him. Even though he came down to Mar-a-Lago and basically gave mouth-to-mouth and CPR to the 45th president of the United States. But they still, he still let kiss up to him. And he told, he said before the speech, just don't take the bait. They did. Kevin McCarthy's own words, some of our members, took the bait. This isn't me. This isn't Biden. This is Kevin McCarthy. Uh, drop the mic and go fix the border. Again, I'm giving Joe Biden a D minus. And the numbers have jumped up undeniably. And they were not ready to make the transition. Let's see some Republicans who are willing to work in a flexible way to get multiple things done. Yeah, the border is too porous. I don't believe this is all designed for more votes. The wall was a clown show. The emphasis of a border makes sense. A wall stop. So let's both sides get see see him get things done. I think Marjorie Case, Marjorie Green, excuse me, has a case of arrested development and has stopped at the age of 13. I could see her on arrested development, though, couldn't you? The, the, the first two years before it came back and wasn't sure. nearly as good. That would be so good. Did I see what Kristen Cinema was wearing? I did. That was, and I don't want to just turn this into fashion hour, but that was bizarre. <laughs> it looked like she was going base jumping after the event. Maybe she was. Maybe, Maybe she, she just was. came from base jumping. Yeah. Hi, Chad. I grew up uh, being taught that you respect the presidency no matter what or who is in that position. Did you see when they panned the crowd yesterday how old everyone looks? I did. I'm not an ageist like uh, courtside, but I would love to see more people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. That's up to us to vote those folks out. That's us. That's up to us to push back, and it's only having two parties, too. What is sad is that McCarthy had a kowtow to those same people who were booing and acting like buffoons, reading a lot of your texts. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a chaos entrepreneur for John Dickerson. Yes, the Brits know to how, how to have fun. Very disappointed by the lack of respect for the office, the presidency, very tasteless and classless. Are people being consistent about this, though? If, it was, if, it, if it's Donald Trump and he gives his State of the Union in 2026, and he's going on one of his fictional journeys, as he's wont to do. Are the same Democrats who are calling this out going to say, hey, yeah, he's lying, but you know what? We've got to be respectful. I think, it's, I think there's a lot of pick and choosing. But, hey, when it's my guy, it's outrageous. When it's that guy, hey, come on, it's, it's cross the line. Rena, speaking of cross the line, Rena does it a lot. She's no longer on the morning show. What's she doing now? Hey, I'm getting a text. Is that Rena? No, it's not Rena. Maybe she's telling you what she's doing. Yeah, could be. 33 past 12. Rena up next on CCL. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Rena is here. Rena, Sargentopolis, Care 11. She's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I wanted to get to you sooner, but Harrigan just kept talking and talking and talking and talking. His, uh, his middle name is Alan, we discovered earlier in the show. I'm not really a fan of the name Alan. What do you think of the wow. name Alan? I am not offended by it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say I was offended. I'm, listen, I'm Robert. I'm not. I think Robert's just fine. Also, what is your middle name? I don't have a middle name. You don't have a middle name. Interesting. How come? I don't have a middle name. Well, Greeks are weird, and the way we name our children is weird. Um, so the movie is absolutely correct when they're like Nico, Nicholas, Nicola, Nick, Nick, Nick. Uh, in my family, it's Gus, Costa, Costantino, Dino, Costa, Gus. <laughs> um, and the first uh, firstborn daughter gets the father's middle first name as their middle name. So, like, I have a cousin who's Rena, Rena Louise, because her father's Louis. So, but I wasn't going to be Rena Gus. So my mom said, how about just the letter G? So that's what it was. Oh. I just had an initial. So if I look at the Rena Sargentopoulos birth certificate, it is Rena mm-hmm. G. Sargentopoulos. Technically, Irene G. Sargentopoulos. Oh, so you're running from your real name. Is that what you're doing? Well, hell yeah. I even Okay, Chadwick. Yeah, I'm running from my first name, too, as Chadwick. Okay, I fully am. Um, yeah. Chadwick Allen. Yeah. There we go. That would be the worst. Whoa, I have feelings. Uh, <laughs> Irene, Dave, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the name Irene? Irene is a good name. Wow. Uh, yeah. When did you decide Irene is out and Rena is it? Well, no one ever called me Irene. I was, they always called me Rena, so it was only legally. And so when I turned 16, I just went in with my bank account that I had the I had the name Rena on, and they made my driver's license say Rena. So it's, then I just finally at the Social Security when I got married, and my had to change my last name. I changed my first name. Well, okay. So for us, child number two is Griffin. Okay, and and mm-hmm. we had debated the spelling of Griffin it was always going to be E N. Okay. Okay. Kathleen, within the hours afterwards, changes her mind and goes, I am. Now, I, I know I'm not the <laughs> sharpest person, but I really didn't think this was the time to argue with Kathleen about it. So, and also, Sarah Griffin, our boy, in some areas, he's an I N, and some he's an E N. He may be invisible. In, in government records. And I, we tried we tried to change it one time. We thought we changed it, but he still sometimes gets government accounting at IN. So if he vanishes somewhere, I don't think they'll find him because he could be in the IN land or well, the EN land, you know, so. Right. Maybe he doesn't have to pay taxes now. <laughs> he would be in favor of that. Trust me. My kid 
is always well, looking. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's always <laughs> looking for some edge. Uh, okay, what are you doing now? Now that you don't have to get up at two thirty in the morning, and how elated are you that you don't have to get up at two thirty in the morning? I am. You know what? I thought I would be more elated. Um, I realize when you work. I don't know why I didn't realize this because it's not like my first day on the job, but when you work during the day, you don't have time to do anything. So like getting your haircut, going to the doctor, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, We just don't have time. I just don't have time to do that anymore. So um, it was nice to be able to go to the grocery store, go to Target, do anything like that. I mean, it came at the expense of my sleep because I got up at 2.30 in the morning, but I just felt like there were more hours in the day, probably because I was up for more hours of the day. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not, I I'm, I'm feel more like immediately felt more stressed out when I came to the back of the ship. <laughs> so uh, unfortunately I was sick last week and I was sleeping a lot. And then when I got a little better, my sleep was thrown off. So I did see the start of you at 4.30 in the morning. I think it might have been Thursday. Uh, it was oh, okay. Thursday or Friday. And I thought, this is a tough time to be up. I mean, you know, I know as an insomniac, I'm up at that time, not intentionally. That still is not an easy shift. No, it's, you know, it's not. But there are perks to it. Yeah. Like getting to pick my kid up at carpool instead yeah. of making her go to aftercare, you know. So I think it's just a trade off. What do you, you know, what are you trading off? Are you trading off your sleep for some extra uh, time in life, or are you trading time in life for sleep? So let's get. And I think I know what you would choose as an insomnia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Rena's with us, Carol. Let's do this. Let's squeeze in a quick break so we get a little bit back here on time. I want to get to care winning an award. And then the nonsense, we've announced the winner from MnDOT, the Name a Snowplow Contest. Please, for the love of God, Rena hates this contest like I do. I don't want to hear yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that okay. insipid list in a matter of moment. I want to talk about my friend, John Schuster, and how John continues to tell people. Now, Josh had a great experience with the Schuster Group in purchasing his Eden Prairie home And that memory lasted over five years. So when he was ready to move again, he knew who to call. If it was a team, wanted to call John. By the way, you can reach out to John at johnschustergroup.com or call them 952-222-9000. So 133 years of combined experience. And again, this team, because it's not just John, they have sold successfully in every type of market. They put that experience to work for Josh. And even though, this is how good this is. Now, they did not get multiple offers on the sale, but they still got it sold for over the asking price. Again, they'll adapt in any circumstance. History repeated itself, and Josh couldn't be any happier. Again, track down John and his team, johnschustergroup.com, or call him, 952-222-9000. So I'm reading from a, a, a Neil Justin story about your station, Rena. Rena Sargentopoulos is with us from CARE 11. CARE 11 was one of five local stations to win the DuPont Columbia Award, one of the highest honors in TV journalism. Several members were on hand Monday to receive the win for the series. The Gap, failure to treat 
failure to protect, an investigation of shortcomings into Minnesota's legal and mental health systems. Uh, bravo. I ended up seeing some of this. I thought it was outstanding. And credit to your station for, again, shining light on our legal system and in many times just failures related to mental health. You know, our um, investigative unit is could not be more top-notch. And to count the number of DuPont awards that this uh, organization has won, it, it's just pointless. If, you know, it's futile, I should say. They do such incredible work back there. A.J. Legault, Steve Eckert, uh, Brandon Stahl, Gary Knox uh, is one of the main photographers on it, Ron Stover, Dave Peterlins. Um, I think they were all part of this particular um, effort. And gosh, I just, I, I'm so proud to work for an organization that like, that's when I, when I think of the, the stuff that I do every day, like I'm giving you the news, I'm telling the news, I do stories that tell you the news. These guys are doing journalism mm-hmm. and, you know, it's all the stuff that I wished that I would have done when I had gotten into this, when you're, you know, a wide-eyed young reporter and you've got, you know, hopes and dreams in your eyeballs. Uh, they're the ones that are doing that actual work, and and it just feels so good to be you know even just affiliated with them. So I'm real proud of them. They just they're amazing group yeah. of folks. Back Bravo, there. and people should check it out because it was very <clears throat> excuse me, well done. Now let's get to this uh, yeah. tr- tragedy. It's not even our own. We're stealing it. The name the snowplow contest. We have our winners this year. <laughs> C- Clear a pathra. Better call salt. Han Snowlo, Blader Todd Hot Dish, Scoop There It Is, and Sleepwood Mac. Your thoughts? Um, if you can't get on board with Cleopatra, there is no hope for you in the universe, Chad Hartman. Chadwick Robert Hartman. I mean, come on. I'm unafraid to tell what? the truth. This is, you know, you know who's voting this contest? Lonely people who aren't in the dark oh. intentionally like Aaron Rodgers. You need friends if you're voting in this contest. Take that! Wow. Why do you hate fun? Why do you hate anything that has that brings levity into the universe? This isn't funny. What is the problem with voting on this? It's funny. It's clever. People are coming up with really neat ideas. By the way... Mindot, when have you ever heard a good story about poor Mindot? Like, let them have a moment. Let them have one tiny nugget. I've always defended Mindot. You know what Mindot is to me now? Dead to me. <laughs> dead to you. Dead, dead. They're dead to me, Eric. And you, here he is, Mister Minnesota. Go along with everything. Why don't you do? Why don't you do the rouser? Why, you know, every time we start the show, here I can again. guarantee if you find yourself on the roadways one snowy day in any of our winters to come, and you find yourself right behind a snowplow with Cleopatra on the back, you are going to get giddy and excited. You know, oh. this ain't so bad riding behind Cleopatra. Excuse me? <laughs> what did you just say there? Uh, okay, so here the, here's the list again. You pick your winner. Uh, Cleopatra, Better Call Salt, Han Snolo, Blader Tot Hot Dish, Scoop, there it is, Sleetwood Mac. You have to pick one, Rena, and then Dave has to pick one. And I go, gee, I don't pick any of them. Rena? 
Are you, are you telling us that Clara uh, Pathra is your winner? It's a good one. I got to that's a good one. I, I will say I don't get the um, the hairy one. You're a blizzard, Harry. What's that one? What is that in reference to? Harry Potter. You're a wizard, Harry. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not. I'm not a Harry Potter person, so that makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go with Cleopatra. Yes. Yeah. I was saving that. You're a blizzard, Harry. Is the number one as the winner. You know, it's a bad winner. Really? It's a terrible winner. Come on. Clear path was the best. I like Blader Todd Hot Dish too. A, a plow in the metro. That's a good one too. A plow in the metro named Blizzo. You don't find that funny? Come on now. That one's got a little bit. Talk about someone who needs that one, friends. That, that someone is, to show you what humor is. That's that one's got a Light little up, bit. Francis. I mean, a Blizzo. Okay, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit on Blizzo. Telling you, these are lonely people in the basement, and we should we should put law enforcement on them if they're voting on this contest. Admit it, Rena. You have hate you, in your heart. You agree with me. You agree with me. You you're, have hate in your heart. You're un, you're unwilling to say this because they could be care eleven viewers. <laughs> I, I don't care if, if, if anyone care doesn't about, like my opinion. Don't care I about the viewers. Fun. Is that what I just heard right there? Whoa! Yes, that's exactly what you just heard. That you're you are right. Says the guy with hate in his heart who doesn't like fun and hates Mindot to his core. I love Mindot until this contest. Thank you. Go go vote on the next year's contest already. Oh, Re- you betcha! I will. You betcha. Rena with us. Linda's construction time check. It's time for me to shut up. Time to get fifty percent off installation labor on Infinity from Marvin Windows. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.